What is forgiveness? Why is it so important to people? What can forgiveness bring to our life? These are some of the questions we will dive in and try to answer in today's episode. Stay tuned. Do you feel stuck in your life? Do you feel unhappy but not completely sure why that is? Do you hold a grudge towards someone for something they did which affects you and the way you live your life? Have you ever told someone, I forgive you, but in reality you were not completely over what happened? Why is it so difficult to truly forgive? How do we forgive? And can anything and anyone be forgiven? Hi, my name is Rosanna D, and I'm the host of the Forgiven Tribe Show. This is a safe and not judgmental place for sharing opinions and challenging experiences where the practice of forgiveness helped individuals to get unstuck and create a much more fulfilling life than they had before. Join me in this exciting journey to unveil how you too can have the life you deserve. Simply click the subscribe button below to receive notification about future episodes. Welcome to the Forgiven Tribe Show. In today's episode, we deal with the big elephant in the room. We talk about forgiveness and try to answer some basic questions. For instance, what forgiveness is and what is not, and why it is so important to people that someone even thought about creating a podcast around it. In the last episode, I told you the story of the physical and mental breakdown I had a few years ago, from which I'm still trying to fully recover. After being subject to a number of situations at work in which I felt bullied and mistreated, I moved from being a rather balanced person to one who felt hopeless and at the end of the road. I started dealing with strong anxiety, depression, PTSD, very low self-esteem. My thoughts were completely focused on what happened. I seemed unable to talk about anything else. Nothing else really interested me anymore. At my lowest point, I struggled to take care of myself the way I should have done, and quite frankly, the way I would have liked. My body was failing me and becoming weaker and weaker by the day. As a scientist, I used to travel the world to attend meetings and conferences, and now I struggle to even leave the house for a walk around the block. I felt a physical and mental pain to which I became completely addicted and I didn't know how to stop, change and revert. I thought that to be able to completely heal, I needed to hear some sort of apology or at least an acknowledgement that what I had endured at work could be neither justified nor condoned, that some sort of changes and adjustments had to be made, but nothing happened and nobody apologized with me. So one day, after months of this, I decided. Yes, I took the decision of saving myself. Because if nobody was going to apologize to me, I could either keep running on my personal hamster wheel or start helping myself. And I chose the latter. And with the help of a trusted psychotherapist, 
I undertook a long and often painful discovery journey. What I found out was that forgiveness was the key I needed to heal. But what I didn't expect to discover was that to truly forgive, I didn't need to hear an apology. I was confused. How on earth could I forgive someone if that person didn't come to me first and apologize for what they did? Does it make sense to you? There is a sort of procedure, right? They apologize and then you decide whether or not you can accept it. And if you do, then you can grant them your forgiveness, right? My perception of what forgiveness is and is not couldn't be more wrong and farther from the truth. Are you confused? If so, you are not alone. And I have to confess I'm still struggling to this day to recognize that the sort of procedure or order of events that I had in my mind was not necessarily the only way one can achieve forgiveness. Okay, let's dive in. So, what is forgiveness? First of all, let me start debunking the idea that forgiveness is purely a religious practice. Although all major religions practiced today in the world include forgiveness among their teachings, the rise in popularity of positive psychology in the last two or three decades brought the connection between forgiveness on one end and physical and mental health on the other to everyone's attention. And this connection is obviously crucial in everyone's life, regardless of their faith. There are a number of other misconceptions around the meaning of forgiveness. One may think that forgiving someone means accepting the hurt done to us, uh, minimizing the offense, condoning what happened, pardoning and restoring a trusted relationship with the offender, or even preventing some form of accountability or, or justice. And most of all, that to forgive someone, you need to interact with them. Does it sound familiar to you? Does any of these expressions of what forgiveness could be resonate with you? If so, let me know. In particular, let me know which one resonates the most with you. In my discovery journey, I found out that in reality, forgiveness has nothing to do with these things and that we can forgive, but without accepting what was done to us as just, without minimizing the offense, without condoning what happened, without pardoning or restoring a trusting relationship with the offender if you don't feel like it, without resigning on pursuing some form of accountability or justice. Most importantly, forgiveness is independent from the other person from the offender. It's all about us and our decision to move forward with our life. When we are hurt, we experience some sort of negative and disrupting feelings. These are sentiments like resentment, anger, rage, grief, disappointment, bitterness, hurt, hatred, uh, sorrow, and blame, but also feelings like revenge and very often regret and shame. Now, think of a situation in which you were hurt. Can you feel your heart pumping, your body temperature rising, and one of the above feelings taking over and modifying your mood as soon as you bring that experience back to your mind? If so, don't worry, it's okay. 
These negative feelings are a natural response to a situation in which we felt violated or in which we seem to have lost something. Psychologists generally define forgiveness as a conscious and deliberate decision to, re to release these negative feelings um, that we experience towards a person or a group of people who has harmed us. So when we embrace forgiveness, we let go these negative sentiments that we experience. Forgiveness is truly overcoming the sense of violation, the sense of loss, the sense of grief. So what are the ingredients that we need to truly forgive? Well, there are, there are two. A conscious and deliberate choice to forgive and the ability of letting these negative feelings go. I don't go and weigh the relative importance of these two ingredients because I believe that they are equally important and essential. In fact, if on one end you decide to forgive someone but you don't let the negative feelings go, every time someone mentions the episode that provoked your pain, you will feel the very same pain raising in you. If, on the other hand, you let these negative feelings go without making a deliberate choice to forgive, then you resign to passively accept a situation that was hurtful for you and possibly think that is okay and normal. When that happens, you could more likely accept that the same hurtful situation may occur in the future. Neither of these two states of forgiveness is what we are really interested in. We want to be able to find a method that guides us through a journey in which both ingredients are taken into play. Does it make sense to you? Do you think that you can forgive someone who hurt you if you just decide to do so and let these negative feelings go? If you are still holding some resistance, have you ever considered what holding on that hurt and pain or an anger what really means for you? When we keep those negative feelings close to our hearts, we continue living in the past, in the same time and space where we were hurt. Essentially, we keep spinning on our personal hamster wheel, as it was in my case. But like for a hamster, we go nowhere. We get stuck in our unfulfilling life. We can neither improve and grow as people, nor open ourselves to the beauty around us. We cannot appreciate life, we feel hopeless and at the end of the road, and as such, we cannot think about the future. We become less resilient to life's challenges. It's almost as we lived a life in a monochromatic scale. When we choose to forgive and let the negative feelings associated with hurt go, we decide to leave the past where it belongs, and that's the past and to start living in the present, being mindful and experiencing the right now. Deciding to release those negative feelings also allows us to open up to new possibilities, to new opportunities that the fog clogging our mind keeps up well hidden from us to see. In other words, by forgiving, we decide to embrace the present and look forward to our future, a future we are the makers of. Forgiveness is one of the most powerful and liberating actions one can take. Whether it concerns with others or us, forgiveness can open us up to a life of joy, 
fulfillment and growth. As such, forgiveness can truly improve our health, our relationships, including the one with ourselves, and our souls, by simply desiring to let go and by doing the work required to do so. And yet, despite the power forgiveness has in helping us moving forward with our life, so many of us struggle to create forgiveness. I believe that the misconception and general misunderstanding of what forgiveness is and what is not are probably the biggest limitations we can acknowledge. And this is why I wanted to talk about this topic right at the start of our journey. I strongly believe that once the physical and mental pain will be completely forgotten, the experiences I went through in my life, as often happens, will reveal themselves as nothing but blessings in disguise. Today I strongly believe in the power of forgiveness. In fact, I believe forgiveness is most likely the less utilized superpower humanity has at its disposal. This makes me fully dedicated to talking about it. This is also the main reason behind the Forgive and Thrive show. I hope that this episode has shed some light and provided food for thoughts on this topic. I'd like to know what you think about the concept of forgiveness. But as always, if you have been affected by the topics discussed today, I invite you to seek professional help. In this episode, we talk about forgiveness, what it is, and most importantly, what is not. Forgiveness means stop living in the past and start living in the present, in the right now. And here, in the present, we are the architects of our own future. Next time, we will continue diving on the concept of forgiveness. Join me then, because remember, we are together in this journey. Remember, forgiveness is like a muscle. The more you practice, the stronger and more effective it becomes. If you haven't done it yet, you can subscribe by clicking the subscribe button below. If you know anybody who could benefit from the topics discussed in the show, do some good and share the link with them. If you have a story that you want to share with us, comments or suggestions on topics you would like to be explored, send an email to forgiveandtrive at gmail.com. Reviews will also be very much appreciated. And with this, it's a wrap. Till next time, thank you and goodbye.